Chapter 74 Human Heedlessness and Divine Remembrance And they do not consider in their hearts that I remember all their wickedness. Hosea 7, 2 Let me present this passage to you under these two topics, human sin and the divine remembrance of it. 1. Human sin. What is sin? It is not a. an accident, b. an impoliteness, c. a misfortune, d. a disease, or e. a weakness. It may be all of these, perhaps, but it is something beyond all of these, something of a more fatal and terrible character. It is something with which law has to do, which righteousness abhors, which the judge condemns, and which calls for the infliction of punishment from God. In other words, it is guilt, it is crime. Man's tendency is either to deny it or to excuse it. He either pleads not guilty, or he smooths over the evil, giving it deceptive names. Or, if he doesn't succeed in these, he casts the blame off of himself. He shifts the responsibility to his nature, his birth, his circumstances, his education, indeed, to God himself. But human sin is not to be diluted or transformed into a shadow. It is infinitely real, true, deep, and terrible in the eyes of him with whom we have to do. It is the transgression of law, and as such it must be dealt with by God and felt by us. Let us not trifle with sin, either in the conscience or the intellect. Let us learn its true nature from the terribleness of the wrath and condemnation threatened by God against every sin, great or small. And to the divine remembrance of it. God remembers. His memory does not fail in anything. Nothing escapes it, great or small. Nothing obliterates anything from it. A. Time does not obliterate it. Ages blot out nothing. The past is as clear and full as the present. B. Other events do not obliterate it. With man, one fact expels another. Today's doings destroy the recollection of yesterday's doings. Not so with God. And C. Our own forgetfulness will not obliterate it. Our memory and God's are very different. Our forgetfulness does not make Him forget. God remembers. Nothing can make Him forget. He may seem to do so, but it's only seeming. He remembers the person, the time, the circumstances, the thing itself, public or secret, bad or good, and negative or positive. He remembers sins. Let no one say that he is too good to remember them. He cannot but do so. He would not be God if it were otherwise. God cannot forget anything, for memory is but the knowledge of the past, and he knows everything. It may be found hereafter that man forgets nothing either, and that the bitterness of a ruined eternity will lie in memory. But though man should forget, God remembers, and he can call up sin to remembrance. It will and must come up at last. Men may try to forget it, to drown all thought of it, to obliterate all traces of it, but it will come up. As even Zophar said of Job, his bones are full of the sin of his youth. Job 20:11 For a season here men often succeed in forgetting sin and having forgotten it they conclude that God has done the same they do not consider 
in their hearts that I remember all their wickedness. They conceive that God's memory is as treacherous as their own. For this God reproves them. You thought that I was just like you, that my memory was as faithless as yours. Psalm 50, 21. But the day is coming that will show how foolish, how criminal such a thought was. The opening of the books will show this, if nothing else will. But there is such a thing as intentional forgetfulness with God. I will remember their sins no more. Hebrews 8.12. This is the true oblivion, divine oblivion of sin, perfect and eternal oblivion. And how is this? The prophet in the Old Testament and the apostle in the New Testament tell us that this is one of the provisions and results of the new covenant, that covenant that has been sealed with the blood of the Son of God. It is the blood that enables God to forget sin, that blots out all sin of ours from His eternal memory, so that it becomes as if it had never been. But this oblivion is no accident, no mere result of time and intervening circumstances. It is righteous oblivion, oblivion that righteousness constrains. Oh, blessed oblivion that is the result of righteousness! Had it been accomplished in any other way, there would always have been the danger of reviving memory, memory rousing itself from dormancy and calling for vengeance after all. But where righteousness has produced the forgetfulness, all is well forever. Sin is buried beyond the possibility of resurrection. But when does God cease to remember sin in my individual case? When I have accepted the covenant, when I have fixed my eyes upon the blood, when I have received the divine testimony to that great propitiation that has made it a righteous thing in God to remember my sins no more. Is not this a description of our world? Is not the fool saying here, There is no God? Psalm 14, 1. Nor is it men saying, God has forgotten us. It is that God has forgotten our sins. Indifference to sin like their own, forgetfulness like their own, they ascribe to Him. God does not remember sin, is this great world's motto. And so they neglect the sacrifice for sin and put away all fear of hell. They do not consider in their hearts that I remember all their wickedness. What will they say when the judge arrives?